Hey guys, if you already don't know by now, I'm on LinkedIn. And if you'd like to connect with me, just send in a request. Thank you so much to those who've been sharing my posts and tagging others. I appreciate you all so much. Now, let's get started with the show. Whether you are an entrepreneur and you're coming up with all the money and all the ideas and you're the one that's grinding your teeth at night and having the anxiety around it, we're nuts. You're now tuned into Tender Love and Cash, the place where ambitious men and women turn to for business strategies that not only skyrocket their profits, but also position them to serve the masses and make money doing what they love. I'm Amber Anthony, profit booster, efficiency driver, strategy specialist, and lover of all things analytical. And I'm going to help demystify difficult topics and concepts, crunch the numbers, and use real data to craft a strategic approach that supports business owners with a solid framework to operate a well-planned cash generating machine. I can't promise to tell you what you want to hear, but I'll guarantee you'll get the guidance you need to hear to launch, grow, and build the business of your dreams with confidence. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Tonight's episode is going to be special, I pray, and of great value to you. I'm intentionally recording it this evening as I'm winding down my Sunday. Uh, Sunday is the new Monday for me, so I had a full Sunday. I was at the gym early this morning. I was at my office uh, for three, four hours, and I did additional personal development studying. Uh, So it was a jam-packed day, and I am just winding down. It's 7.43 p.m., and we have an early morning tomorrow. But this is an episode that I've been wanting to shoot for a couple days, uh, specifically in answer to a TikTok that I made the other day where I was overwhelmed with emotion because one of my businesses uh, got a project that we weren't expecting. And this particular business is an employee-owned business. And I was so overwhelmed because it's a pretty big check. And once we split it three ways, it's you know going to be a lot of money, again, that we weren't expecting, especially considering that today our business is up 20%. And like I said, as an employee-owned business, um, the other two ladies in the business are equal partners to me. And so, you know, they, they've been benefiting from the profit distributions since we made that um, arrangement. So let me talk to you a little bit about that. I acquired a business in 2021. So there was an individual, um, a wonderful woman who was ready to retire and wanted to sell her business. And she enlisted it for $75,000. It's a DMV registration services business in Long Beach. And she had two young ladies that had worked for her um, for the past seven years uh, combined. And she wanted to sell it. She was moving out of state. And I thought to myself, oh, I can do this because 
Obviously, she had an incredible book of business. She had a great reputation. And after looking at three years of the tax returns, the amount of income that her, the business owner operator, was making was substantial. It was over six figures. Okay. And then at one time, um, pre-COVID, it was paying her six figures and it was paying her son six figures on top of a support staff. So with that evidence, I knew that the business would recover and potentially if I filled the shoes of that operator owner, which sidebar was part-time and, you know, that I could potentially yield six figures while keeping on uh, the two young ladies who were the support staff, right, in the existing business model. So that was the goal. So I dove into the business, got the business running more efficiently, turned their 40-hour work week into less than a 20-hour work week, uh, changed some systems and processes to allow for a remote um, work arrangement, and everybody's happy. Please note, when I required the business, that wasn't the goal. Okay, so I had went in and obviously the owner had told the young ladies that she was selling the business and the young ladies were kind of like, oh, God, you know, what kind of a, a new owner, a new boss is there going to be? Rightfully so. And so before we'd even signed on the dotted line, I was sitting in the lobby area and I was just chatting with the ladies and they were straight up. They told me and I and, I, and look, I remember being shocked. Because they told me, they said, hey, FYI, um, you know, we prioritize our families. So we need flexibility. We need flexibility for our children. We show up at a high level as wives and mothers. And I was like, the owner, the seller didn't mention that. Because it's been my experience to always run a business at maximum. So not really taking into consideration work-life balance. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't really come from that mindset. Now, granted, in my other business, which is, you know, fairly large, we do have uh unique opportunities in some cases where we can accommodate those kind of requests. But for the most part, no. You know, when we're driving the top line and we're, you know, we're taking it to the limit, we need all hands on deck, right? And so we attract talent and hire as such. So when they said that to me, I thought to myself, oh God, what am I going to do with this? Because frankly, you know, I, again, don't come from that mindset, nor was I ever given that chance per se. Um, I never got to say, hey, I'd love to show up at a high level for my husband and my family and still make a prevailing wage. Like, it didn't work like that 20-some years ago. So needless to say, I was already in it. I had already made the commitment. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're going to make the best of it. And we did. And there was a lot of learning curves along the way. Uh, the transition of the business wasn't exactly seamless. With the licensing, with the handoffs, with accommodating the clients, with work that hadn't been completed by the previous owner, by the sale date, et cetera. So the first two months were a little rocky where I was the new owner. I was absorbing out of my pocket the expense of completing work for the previous owner, right? So obviously I was not a happy camper. 
And I was also aware that, you know, the, the young ladies that were willing to stay on with the business, they weren't trying to work 40 hours a week, Saturdays, nights, none of that. You know, they made that completely clear from the beginning. So we were just kind of shuffling along. They asked politely for me to allow them to do what they did and to observe from afar and fix what needed to be fixed, but that they had had it under control. So literally from the beginning, this was an entirely different experience than I had ever experienced with business before. And I started to look at it through a different lens. And over time, along with just what was happening in my life, uh, what was happening economically, what's happening socially in the world, I was like, hmm, this is interesting. You know, maybe this is, this is an opportunity to be an incubator, to be something different, to create something different, a different model than you've ever been involved with. And so I just kind of opened up myself to opportunity, to what the universe or God or whatever you believe in was trying to communicate to me. And over the course of months, what was communicated to me was, you know, whatever, this is a blessing. This is a vehicle. And in the conversation of entrepreneurship versus entrepreneurship, again, versus everything that we're completely aware of, of the complete mindset shift, of no longer wanting to be a W-2 employee for a greedy corporation who doesn't care about their employees, right? Where you were giving up so much of your time in the day, leaving your families to make somebody else rich, at which point you're disposable. And in and, and all of that mindset and all of that conversation, I said, how can I use this, this vehicle to do something different? Because as an entrepreneur, obviously, it's high anxiety, it's high sacrifice, you're using your money, you're using your time, you're, you're using your, your wit, your gut, etc. 24-7 to do the impossible. But how could I give that opportunity to a, another individual to empower them, to allow them to believe in themselves? to allow them to learn things that they wouldn't ordinarily be able to learn, to allow them to feel things, to grow, et cetera. And so that's what VIP registration has become. So six months in, I was like, you know what? I don't want employees. I want to make them full partners. I want to get them to understand and feel what it's like to be a business owner. But mitigate the downside. So give them the experience, but have that safety net, that protection to where they can experience the upside, to where they can see and grow and learn and collaborate and develop and be more than they ever imagined. Obviously within a framework and with support, to where they could still show up to be 
dedicated and hands-on wives and mothers and make more than the median without having to give up their nights and weekends. And I was like, you know what, Amber? If you guys can pull that off, that would be phenomenal. That would be something to brag about. And so that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing at our little boring business, VIP Registration Services. You know, top line this year will be a little over 300K. I pray that, you know, because obviously we're, you know, just halfway through the year, that Q3 and Q4 will still be on target because we're up 20% year over year. And then we just got this, you know, big project that we weren't expecting. It, it would make my heart so full for these ladies who, again, are still able to show up at a high level for their husbands, for their children, for themselves, without having to sacrifice their days, their nights, their weekends to a business, to still be able to yield, you know, that type of money, you know, that type of profit margin, because we're working smarter. Hey, you. If you're enjoying what you're listening to so far, why not rate and review the show? I promise it takes less than a minute. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much again for tuning in. And let's get back to the show. You know, because the vehicle, the business itself is functioning from a place of purity functioning from a place of good, abundance. I know for a fact, well, before we all agreed to this, you know, I met with the families and the husbands, and they were all about it, which I think is phenomenal. And I made the joke, and I said, you know, guys, gentlemen, you know, with great power, you know, they may... I create monsters, you know, just so you know, you know, and they were like, we're here for it. Like we're all in. And, you know, I mean, we just were, we're in year two. We just celebrated our second anniversary together. But what if, what if this business is boring business with low risk and high reward with just the three of us, you know? Leveraging each other's strengths, showing up for one another, and creating processes and systems that allow us to be efficient and profitable. What if, what if in five years, we could still be working part-time, four days a week, providing excellent customer service to our clients, and bringing home over six figures each? What if? So that's the goal. And I got to be honest, I, I, I think it's highly probable. I shot a TikTok video moments after I got that invoice uh, from my partner showing, you know, the work, um, this unexpected project. And I was in tears because, you know, full transparency is 26 grand, 26 grand divided by three, just on a random July profit distribution. That is a ton of money. And there's a ton of money that could be a down payment on a house that could go paying off, you know, um, you know, towards a premium of a mortgage 
you know, three payments and, you know, accelerating, paying off your mortgage, pay off your home in 17 years versus 30, et cetera. I mean, that money can be used so strategically because it wasn't counted on. And on top of that, you know, they have, they have kids, you know, that are rooting for them to be great. You know, and the kids see that their moms get to go to work like bosses. They have nobody micromanaging them. They have no boss calling them. You know, they, 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 they operate with excellence. And the kids pick up on that. The kids see that they have freedom, but accountability, because many times they have to take phone calls and process things when they get home and what have you, you know, so they're still showing up at a high level for the business, but they're showing up on their terms. And the kids see this and the kids pick up on this. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is it for them to witness their mothers operating in excellence and autonomy? You know, a a lot of us can't say that we saw that. So that's what's really important to me about this business uh, specifically. And it, it, it does bring a lot of emotion because I know the power of it. And to be honest with you, I want to communicate it on a grander scale. Hence the reason I am recording this podcast. Because I think it's important because Rich Dad Poor Dad talks about the four quadrants, talks about liabilities and assets. Talks about assets in the way of real estate and business. Okay. So here are the numbers. This business was for sale for $75,000. Now, I could have put this $75,000 in the stock market. It would have yielded anywhere from 4 to 8% over time. I could have put that money into real estate, which obviously, depending on the area and what I'm doing with that real estate, there are different scenarios. But I chose to put it in a business because that has been my experience. All of my money has always gone into businesses because my percentage yield is always higher than 8% because I have the background of business. I have the background of operations and finance. So I know how to get into a business regardless of industry and systemize it and to put operators in it to hit the margins, to hit the metrics, right? And again, boring businesses, low risk, high reward. And frankly, in my last boring business that I had, that I acquired, it was really no different. I gave 30% equity to the individual who was operating the business. So in this case, pretty much followed suit, split the business three ways, right? Because when you have somebody who has some type of ownership, whether it be equity or profit distribution, and there's a framework and expectations are defined and so on and so forth, that individual usually shows up at a much higher level than if they were just a W-2 employee. And now, of course, there are seasons, and that's why in our operating agreement, we have everything defined down to the point where What happens if you don't want to work in the business anymore? That's totally okay. 
you still maintain this, but you have to be strategic in replacing yourself and understanding X, Y, and Z, right? So we define all of that because we know that nothing is forever. Things may change. You know, the people who are currently putting in their time with their specifically defined roles and responsibilities, well, that may not be the case two, three, five years from now. So that's why we have constant check-ins. And again, constant frameworks that we can add to, take away from, but it's all based on mathematical equations to make it make sense. You get me? But the power of business is incredible. And I think whether you are an entrepreneur and you're coming up with all the money and all the ideas and you're the one that's grinding your teeth at night and having the anxiety around it, again, that's that's a different level. That your one percenters were nuts. And most people aren't built like that. But there's a whole segment of great, great people and great talent who deserve to have the entrepreneur, entrepreneur experience. And I want to be part of that wave. So my last two businesses are definitely in in alignment with that wave. And I want to talk about it more and more and louder and louder because for any of you, who have an extra $50,000, $75,000 sitting around. There are people that are retiring. There are people that are burnt out that no, that no longer want to do their businesses or they've outgrown their businesses or they just don't want to manage people anymore. And if you have the skill set to be able to come in and systematize things and make things make sense and manage people and incentivize people, honor people, develop people. This could be a realistic investment strategy for you, but you definitely have to get the skills. And so the way, of course, you would do it is acquiring your own small business yourself. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here, ladies and gentlemen. There are so many businesses that are profitable I know so many people that go to work every single day for $75,000 a year, you know, with dental and a 401k where the employer matches it. And you know what? That package is a blessing. It 100% does not grow on trees. And if you are that person who gets to go to work and clock in and clock out and your expectations are managed and you feel comfortable and you're respected and you do what you do and it's and it's good for you, congratulations. But let's just say you want more. Let's just say you're an empty nester, the kids have left, you're no longer at soccer practice five times a week and on the weekends and what have you. And you're like, you know what? I want to see if I can do this or how I would fare if I took this project on. You know, and, and, and you have some money that you'd like to invest. And instead of putting it, again, in the stock market or in real estate, I highly recommend it because not only does it have the potential to yield much, much more than what real estate and the stock market will yield percentage-wise, number one, it's going to grow you as a person. 
you know, your personal development is going to take off to the next level. It's going to give you a huge purpose. But it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to show up, live within our purpose, and provide opportunities to develop and grow people. So I'm super excited and, and I feel incredibly blessed that I've been able to cultivate this skill set over years. And people who know me, they're like, that's crazy, Amber. I would have just ran the business and pocketed the 200 a year and you're crazy. You know, why would you do that? Some days I think about it because especially with inflation and nothing being promised and moving parts and I'm a grandma and I have a son and, you know, there's just, there's so much uncertainty in the world. Yeah, sometimes my scarcity mindset and my fear, I have, I've questioned myself and I'm like, damn, why did I do that? That strategy, you know, because I, I, I know the money that's going to the left that could, could have stayed in my pocket. Nothing matches the feeling of knowing that these women get to operate in a way that they're proud of themselves. And I know that their kids and their husbands are proud of them too. So you know what? If that extra $100,000, $200,000 a year could have been in my pocket goes to something like that, you can't put a price on that. That's another life. That's another life that's breathing life into others, that's showing what's possible. So if you're operating the way they, the way I do, and you know what? Maybe it's because I'm at a certain age in my life, maybe because I just understand things different. Maybe because my level of appreciation for things is just different, again, based on life experience and wisdom. But if you're thinking in this manner and you have people that are naysayers saying, you're crazy, you're crazy, keep it for yourself, keep it for yourself. You never know what's going to happen. I don't take any pride in me being the one having it all. When I look around and I see others that are just looking, not for, not for a hand looking for an opportunity to be great, to walk into their purpose. So I'm just honored that at present I've been put in a position where I can provide that type of opportunity and support. So I wanted to share this story with you, and I hope you're as touched and inspired as I am when you think about, again, just being able to wake up every day with a level of pride and purpose and integrity and being able to show up for yourself and show up for your children and your family. It's everything. 